Waterloo Community Theatre. Waterloo Community Theatre presents The Realist. Welcome to The Realist, a radio show by young people for those eager to get a taste of their world, their ideas and overall awesomeness. It's 6pm on Friday the 26th of March 2021 and on the show today we have myself, Amida, Betty, Mark, Shay, Tiza, Selena, Mo, Anna and Rachel. In today's episode we have a monologue by Mohammed. That's right, a monologue, not a monologue. Question time with Rachel and Mark. Tiza for a segment on next week's show, Anna with the big conversation on outrage, Betty with fun facts on anger, Selena and Taisa's conversation about school. We are live and if you want to get involved, you can join in on the big conversation and tell us what you think by using the hashtag, hashtag the realist WCT on Twitter and Instagram. But first up, we have Mohammed's monologue. The Realist. I think it's outrageous. I don't know who they think they are coming to my Tesco and giving it large. I've been a loyal customer of the shop for 40 years, ever since it opened. And now these poncy millennials from down south come, waddle down the aisles with their Mercedes bags. And the Tesco's serving bloody almond piss and filthy humus and avocados. So I confronted one of them, the dozy old mayor called the manager. Well, I obviously told the manager I've been coming to the shop for 40 years and it's ridiculous they're selling what they are. And yes, maybe I ended up spitting at the smug cow. That's the millennial that is. And I was kicked out. I've been shopping there for 40 years. I think it's outrageous. The realist. And now we have Mark and Rachel with question time, where the adults ask the young people questions and the young people ask the adults questions. It's question time. Okay, so I uh, am going to pick a question first. Are you ready, Rachel? Very much so. Okay, Rachel, do you think that your generation has had it harder or easier than the ones before? I think that they've had it easier way easier because the other generation used to have a lot more um a lot less um like you know laws because it was more like um that child abuse was more allowed and that you know like corporal punishment was allowed in schools so it's a bit more lenient at school because you don't have those exact same laws um which i think is a good thing that's so interesting. I was fully going to expect you to say that you've got it harder, but you pulled the corporal punishment on it. Okay, <laughs> let's go for another question. Okay. So, Mark. Yes. I got something for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So, what is the most outrageous thing that have you done towards someone else? What is the most outrageous thing I've done towards something else? I tell you something that I uh, am most ashamed of because I did it when I was angry. In uh-huh. school, there was this this girl. Uh, her name was Kirsten, and she used to keep uh, cactuses, cacti on the windowsill of the classroom. 
And I got, I don't know why I was even, I don't even know if I was angry with her. I was just in a mood and I dropped, like I went to a Catholic school, so there were lots of Bibles around and I dropped a Bible on her cactus and crushed it. And she was heartbroken and I've been ashamed about it. Like since I've, since I was about like 10 years old, it's something it's, there's a part of my brain that's just me feeling bad about destroying Kirsten Shirley's cactus. Uh, Let's let's move on before I get upset. Rachel, uh, this is a question because we're on the radio. Uh, do you like the sound of your own voice? Sometimes. When? Do you like um, listening? Do you like listening to it back on the podcast? No, 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 no. It, my voice sounds so weird, especially having a British accent. British accent. I can't say it properly. Um, but having a British <laughs> successful <accent>. voice usage. <laughs> yeah, because it like my voice doesn't sound too like good. Like what, I don't what know. accent would you have if you could? Sorry, that's a, I've stolen an extra question. <laughs> it would either be Australian or American. Nice, mate. Uh, let's go for a final question from... What is the strangest thing that has ever happened to you? Oh. I'd, this, this, is, this is an interesting one. Like, because strange stuff... Oh, I've got one. So, I was watching the telly at university I was watching the telly at, uh, at during the daytime because that's what university students do and I was watching uh, like a show it was a bit like Jerry Springer it was called Trisha and it was where they brought pe- like people on to fight with each other over uh, like family problems and stuff and they brought on this guy who his his family thought he was delusional because he wanted to be a performer and I looked at him and I thought it was like me from a parallel universe. He looked like me, but all of the things that I was self-conscious about were kind of amplified in this guy. So he was like the worst possible version of, of me in my imagination. And I watched him on this TV show talk about how he wanted to be a performer and he wanted to be an actor and he was super talented. And it, it, was, it was as if a version of me was on the telly and it freaked me right out. <laughs> Up next, we have a little taster for you all. This past Tuesday, we had two worlds collide. At WCT, we have two drama groups, the Friday group made up of teenagers that you've been hearing frequently on The Realist, and the Tuesday group, who are 7 to 11-year-olds. The snippet you're about to hear is of our Tuesday group asking questions to the older group, with topics ranging from what's their favourite colour to how's it like to be a teenager. We hope you enjoy it and be sure to tune in next week if you want to catch the full conversation. If you were a food, what food would you be? I would be ribs and chips because that's just the best. (laughs) A steak. I'm nine, but I'm turning 10 in five months. If you were to say something to your old self, what would you say? 
Um, I would probably say that I shouldn't care about what others think and I should like take more care like for myself instead of putting like other other people first because sometimes self-care comes first and you have to look after like yourself and make sure that your mental health is good. I'd say um, stop caring about the future. The future is overrated because at the end of the day, now is now. And that at the end of the day, you don't know, you literally have no idea what's going to happen in the future. You could be dead in the future. You wouldn't know. So you need to like, <laughs> you know, um, care about the moment more than what's going to happen. Um, and also that um, you should especially like, I don't know. Yeah, that. Um, I would tell myself to be more confident. Yeah, because it has like being, if you're not confident when you're younger, then you won't be confident when you're older and you'll stop yourself from doing things that you really, really want to do. Yeah. And also you should just live every day like it's your last day because, yeah, I think you should do that. Yeah. Yeah. And next up, we have the big conversation. And today, if you hadn't noticed, it's all about outrage and the stuff that makes us angry. Um, so that the thing that had made that made me really angry this week is obviously, for those of you who are on the Zoom call, can tell that I'm blue and purple in my face. I was knocked off my bike um, and landed on my face. Um, I was minding my own business and riding along merrily on my bike in the bike lane and somebody on an electric scooter came towards me in my lane and knocked me over and I fell on my face and we had to call an ambulance and it just made me really angry because I was doing the right thing and this guy came into my space and it was his fault and he didn't stop um, to even make sure I was okay or anything. So that really, really infuriated me and I've been thinking about that a lot and I've bought a helmet since, so I'm going to start wearing my helmet, which I haven't been doing, which is not a good thing. But that really made me angry. Um, it made me furious. What about other people in the group? What What is the stuff that makes you angry? What is What causes you to be outraged? Rachel. So, so one of the most general things that make me quite outraged is sexism in schools. Like, for example, if you wear something and you think that, like, I've had a teacher today literally tell me that my skirt was too short when I literally got a new one that was long enough, that it would be, like, long enough to, like, you know, you know, be acceptable. So I feel like in, like, a lot of schools, it's a bit like, um, like, schoolgirls are, like, sexualized and that boys are just perfectly fine with what they wear and they literally can literally go around school topless. So do you, are you allowed to wear trousers as a girl in, in school? Or do, do you have to wear a skirt? No, you can wear trousers as a choice, but it gets quite hot. Yeah, yeah. Mohammed, I saw you were going to say something as well. Did you want to say anything? Um, I was going to say, I've said this on a podcast before, but yeah. ignorance, I hate ignorance. Um Oh. Here's an example. Uh, uh, yeah, like I said before um, in the podcast as well, racism was an example, but also now sexism. And I talked about, I think, um, last week on the podcast briefly, calmed down since then. Um, but yeah, that it just infuriates me. 
It has, isn't it? And these are the big things that, you know, we, we try to change, but it's hard to change because it's, a big, it's such a big thing. And where do we start? Um, Hamida. Um, I kind of want to add on a similar point. I agree with that. But also people, um, when people are in like debates and arguments, they don't realise that someone is allowed to change their mind. Um, so if someone's hearing a specific point from someone and they're like oh okay now that I've heard that I don't necessarily agree with what I believed in I'm going to change my mind now but it seems that when it comes to like a debate no matter what scenario or like situation you're in people automatically go oh well you already chose your side how can you like change your mind you can't do that and I think this is something we need to grow at grow into because like I've been in situations where I thought one thing, someone presented me with new information and I've changed my mind and someone's gone, oh, you can't do that. You thought this, like, don't go changing your mind now. And I'm like, well. But it takes guts, doesn't it? I think it takes yeah. guts to be able to say, look, I know I was wrong. And yeah. I've learned, now I realise that this is what, you know, I've changed my mind as a result of thinking and reflecting. Yeah. And not do that. I just um, think it's a thing that needs to be more accepted. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Absolutely. Um, anyone else who want to chip in? Anything that infuriates you, that makes you angry, that you think we need to talk about? Betty? Yes, something that I always felt strongly about is how um, people get judged according to their weights. If someone is fat, you can insult them and fat became an insult. But if someone is too skinny, you can insult them by telling them they're too skinny. Why my weight should be relevant to your arguments? Mm. Why my weight should define the person I am? It happened to me that a couple of years ago, I met this girl that was from my school. And in school, I used to be big, over, over 20 stones, I think. Um, and then I lost lots of weight. And this girl, the first thing she told me after she saw when she saw me after 10 years it was oh so finally you lost weight like my weight loss was the biggest achievement I I had in life and yeah. I, I it just drives me nuts I, I I don't understand why someone's weight should define the person that they are yeah it's, it's how it's it's society isn't it how we perceive um our looks are so important and we judge people by the way we look um and yeah it's wrong, isn't it? Hamida, you got your hand up. Yeah, I just wanted to add on that point as well. There's this um, pretty famous singer, her name's Lizzo. And on TikTok recently, she was, she's very big on like, um, like body positivity and everything. And she made a TikTok recently discussing this. And she said something that's really important. She said, we need to stop um, caring about other people's weights and making comments on it. Because at the end of the day, everybody's body's different um sometimes like if someone's trying to lose weight they might not be able to the same way someone else might it might just be harder for them it's just the way their like body works the same as if someone eats a lot and then it doesn't show like they have a fast metabolism that's okay but if someone doesn't eat or like tries to eat healthy and doesn't lose a lot then that's suddenly like weird and they're shamed for it so I think that's just adding to that. Like we just need to recognize that everyone is different and our bodies react different to different things. There is also something else like 
ableism is so like many people might not know what that means but it's like hate towards disabled people and it's very much I don't know like casual talk towards people so for example calling someone special who like special people even though they're actually not like mentally ill or anything so it's really annoying because sometimes people like in general talk are like oh my gosh you're so retarded or like oh my gosh, what's wrong with you? Do you have some sort of mental issue? (laughs) When those people don't actually have mental problems and as a person with, like, issues, it's not very funny to, like, hear that. And I even heard someone use autism as as an insult and it was just really upsetting because those were year sevens, like, kids, like, younger in that generation who shouldn't be taught to be so... um, taught to be so um like rude towards other people using mental issues as a um as an argument to insult people yeah and I think it's what Mark said last week when it was the last week we talked about racism and it's you know you constantly have to keep checking yourself and checking you know what where, where you stand on things and really really be reflective on it because I think quite often um we express things in a way that perhaps we shouldn't uh, without meaning to. Um, and I think it's important you think about that. Um, Shay. So um, I guess what um, what bothers me amongst a little bit of what everybody else has said as well is bullies. Um, I think at some point in everybody's life, they experience some form of bullying. Um, it could be just via a comment or it could be something that's more long-term. But um, that really outrages me, bullies, especially when people are outnumbered or someone really has no, they're defenceless and they can't stand up for themselves. That really angers me. Like when I see bullying, even if it's nothing to do with me, I want to stop and I want to intervene. I know nowadays a lot of people are too scared to intervene because um, of things that can follow on from that afterwards. But I feel like if we all stand up to bullies, then we can stamp it out. Absolutely, because those things stay with you, don't they, throughout your life? Because I can just remember, like in PE, when I was in school, and I was always picked last in PE because I was a rubbish at it, but it had a hint of a bullying undertone. But that's something that stayed with me, you know. Now when I see how schools um, run their lessons and run their PE, I'm just so conscious of not doing that, that the kids pick who's on their team, because it's always going to leave somebody feeling a little bit rubbish a little bit you know the last one to be picked is always going to be feel be made to feel left out so yeah I think just you we've got to keep checking ourselves keep thinking about it and um adjusting our behavior all the time let's finish off with some anger fun facts from Betty finish on the light note right um these are not all bad fun facts uh there are actually some good in anger so first one is it's easier to feel angry than feel hurt. Anger is a superficial emotion that rises quickly and we realize instantly, and is also a response to being hurt. Uh, Motivation is a very big benefit of anger because when we feel the anger coming up, we also feel motivated and it might drive us to innovative ways to solve a problem. Which is so when you're angry, you want to defend your argument and you find, you know, new ways and new new words as well to 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 tell people that yes i am right uncontrolled anger is linked to heart attack stroke and insomnia 
Anger may also affect our memory because chemicals that associate with anger may kill some of the neurons that we already developed and it might prevent the growth of new neurons and so of new synaptic connections. And last one, we get angrier with our partner because we love them lots. So we are so in love with our partner that we want them to be on our same wavelength. And when they disagree with us or they don't want to do something that we propose and we really feel strongly about it, we get angrier with them because we feel like a bit let down and we, we may experience irritation that is really similar to rage. That's why we lash out on them. And now on to Thaisa and Selena and their conversation. I really physically hate school. Me too. It's the constant stress and pressure and the high expectation that ugh, it's just it's just too much. And we also get so much homework every single day. We can't even get home and treat ourselves with watching Netflix or anything because we have so much work to do that we have no time for ourselves anymore. When I'm, when I'm home, I think I'm finally free. Like, yay, I'm in an environment that I love. But then again, I'm bringing school with me because I have so much things to do. And at school, there's so many toxic people all around us just commenting on everything we do. And that really angers me because they shouldn't be looking at every little thing that I do and commenting on it. They should just mind their own business and go on with their school day. It makes me so sad the way... People just find little insecurities about you that you never even realised you had until they just mentioned it. And we're literally forced to sit next to people that we don't want to sit next to and we have to deal with it. Like, anything that we say, (laughs) no one cares. Literally no one cares. And also, we feel a lot of pressure due to the high expectations that the teachers put on us because they're constantly telling us that we have to go to this lecture if you want to get good grades or they're constantly putting a lot of pressure on us to revise every single day but the thing is we are all struggling with our mental health and if it's not all then it's most people and we really struggle to revise and the pressure doesn't help at all. The funny thing is no teacher ever asks us if we're okay like once me and Taiza sent a massive long email about the way we're feeling about about the amount of homework that we're getting and the teacher literally just said we have to do the homework like she never gave us a response of like she can make a change for us to feel a little bit more you know to feel more better about school yeah we just had to deal with the amount of homework we got it just makes me upset because they don't they they're not in our position. They don't know how we feel and they just expect us to get on with it and deal with it and it's not fair. Yeah, they have absolutely no idea what we go through at home. We could be going through really tough times, yet all they do is just shout at us and tell us what to do and what not to do when they have absolutely no idea what's going on.
So that's it for The Realist this week. The Realist is a project of Waterloo Community Theatre and goes out live every Friday at 6pm during lockdown and hopefully beyond. Today you heard Betty, Anna, Hamida, Mohammed, Selena, Shay, Rachel and Thaisa. If you would like to find out more about our work, you can follow us on Instagram at Waterloo Community Theatre and on Twitter at WCOMTheatre.com. Or, even better, you can visit our website, www.waterloocommunitytheatre.co.uk, where you can also donate to support our work. Thanks for listening. Until next week.